Did you hear what said said? Did you hear what said said? Here we go. Brent. Below. What's up, man? What's up, dude? Thanks for coming on. This is fun. Yeah? This is gonna be good. It's a nice table, huh? Yeah. Well the table's nice. Yeah, it's all yeah. nice, man. This is nice. I- Thank you. I'm proud a, of you. Thank you. That's good. Thanks, man. No problem. It took a it took a whole lot of trying to get right here. I know. I know. <laughs> get up that hill. <laughs> it really did. This was uh I think we talked about this back in uh March when we went to California. That's actually how I wanted to start tonight. <laughs> to be honest with you. Um so back in Cali, I wanted to I wanted to apologize, actually. So uh, in Cali, I had told you that uh, I had told you that I was trying to make a transition, right? Basically, something didn't sit right in my heart, and I think a, a seed took root and it hardened. It, it wasn't it wasn't in a good soil. I know you know what I mean when I say that. So I had had it took me a while to do some thinking about it. And it wasn't until recently when I started really truly like digging into my past, digging into my life and like starting the podcast that I actually came to conclusion with this, how I feel about uh, the situation. And I understand it now. Um, so back then in March, I had told you, uh, we were at uh, whiskey girl <laughs> in, in San Diego. And I had told you that I was trying to, uh, we had, we're waiting in line. I forget what we did that night. We're waiting in line and we get in, we get to the table and then, um, I'm the damn spirits, bro. <laughs> so I, I said that I wanted to, um, start changing my life, start, you know, getting out there with people. You remember that yeah, conversation? Yeah. yeah. One of the many conversations we had had. About always. That. Yeah. Yeah. We always talk, man. You're like a big brother to me. That's why I'm trying to have that talk yeah. before we kick it yeah, off. Yeah. I think it's great because, uh, that was one thing that stood out and it stood with me and yeah yeah i mean obviously there was something there yeah you know yes you 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 just don't like talking your feelings out a whole lot so (laughs) and me i'm the opposite i want to i want to get down to the to the nitty-gritty yeah i'm glad you're bringing it up that's good yeah man yeah because uh i wouldn't feel comfortable i think carrying on the whole entire podcast or going into it because i'd probably have that in the back of my mind and also i try to tell people like if there's something going on that is like not merely holding you back, but you're yeah. like, like I said, you're like a big brother to me, yeah. man. And there's a lot of, like, you always call me the mini you, right? Yep. <laughs> Cause I think you've probably already gone through this before. And that's probably why I think I'm on that road of being honest and being open and not letting, like getting to it, like right. getting to the, to the point of how you're feeling and not letting that live with you. Yeah. And I think that crushed me all year. And, um, cause I had told you that, you know, I was like trying to, change or whatever and and i wanted to stop drinking or stop you know smoking uh, vape and all these things and then um you i took it wrong and what i took wrong was you know hey no one's perfect man like you know whatever and i took i don't know why i took that in the wrong way so if i can recall we were sitting at a bar outside outside yeah at a bar (laughs) yeah and we had got our first round of drinks yeah and it wasn't a crazy night it was we were just relaxing, mm-hmm. okay? We were having our first round. And uh, I believe you made the comment of basically this, what we're doing is okay. You know, everything's going to be fine. Mm-hmm. God's going to, you know, forgive me and 
I think that was basically along with what you had said. Am I wrong? Kind of. I think so. What, what are you talking about? In talking what about way? The, 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 the like conversation the we had at Whiskey Girl. About who? With uh, Did it involve anybody else? No, 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 no. no, no, no was no. it just me? It was just me. Well, I mean, Manny and well, yeah. were there, but yeah. uh, it was, it, you're talking about that night, right? Mm-hmm. Where we were at, well, yeah. And yeah. I believe um, at that point, me and you had a discussion. Uh-huh. It, it did, you know, it started with just me and you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it always does. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think I just uh-huh. was at the point to where I was like, I think maybe said is just a little confused about this. And it's sad because I think at that point, too, I was like, I think I had even said, you know, what we're doing right now is wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, this is wrong of us. We're we're at a. Yeah. We're, we're at a bar. Yeah. We're drinking. Mm-hmm. You did. First round. Nobody was drunk or anything. And we were just relaxing. Uh, and I was just like, said, this is wrong. Like, what we're doing is wrong. Like, mm-hmm. I'm partaking in this and I'm wrong. Like, I know the truth and I'm here in this scene. I'm here doing this and. And uh, yeah, that was a that yeah I, I could tell it took some type of effect on you, but um, I'm glad you brought it up because it did. Yeah, it did. But I honestly had I not had that conversation with that. I think that night, what that night did for me, and I want to thank you for it because it put some conviction in me. Yeah, you know, because I had told you I think we had like a little um, it was like a little tennis game of back and back. Yeah. you know, for a little bit, but then it was like you know what said that road is hard yeah and it's a tough one and you can do it but it's gonna be hard yeah you know it's it's not easy giving up alcohol or giving up smoking and but if you are going to be doing this podcast or if you're going to go i think we had talked about like what do you want to do like you're going to start a church or something you can be a pastor right and i was like no no no. like i don't want to be a pastor but maybe start it through a podcast like reach people through a different route and i basically said if you're going to do it then you have to change the way you're doing things yeah, I said, because if you're going to reach people, you have to be the example. And, and not that I was telling you directly. I was just telling yeah. you what our job should be as being examples. Exactly. You know? Yeah. And you're uh, you hit it on the head, too, because, like I said, it gave me conviction. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? Uh, I think I had one more night with Manny after. No, actually, I was with Manny. But then I was hanging out with other friends that I typically don't hang out with. Yeah. And I got tore up. And from that night in March, shortly after we got back, I stopped. And I haven't had it since. And I think that's where I, how I'm able to be here now. Yeah. And um, I've been looking forward to this one. Yeah. I know we. Me too. Ha- yeah. I've been really excited about it. Yeah. So I had to get that out because it, it wasn't that I get it because I had my mom on yeah. and she was talking about, you know, you can't be perfect, this and that, you know, that, and all that stuff. Right. And um, it's a, she said it bears a heavy load on you whenever you're trying to live that life. Right. And then that's whenever I kind of like rebutted with like, you know, well, what's the point of trying to be the example if you're not at least trying to to alleviate these things that we know aren't right, right. you know and, and that's i think the path that i'm trying to figure out right now with myself is like okay let's not burn yourself out but how do we get to start acting you know, what like what's the like we all do what's the calling what are we supposed to be doing like so with this one i know alcohol isn't good <laughs> yeah it, i i could tell it and, and it's so funny because we had that conversation that night while we were drinking while we were there drink, so we were having a conversation about god at a bar yeah while we were drinking and that's probably a big no-no <laughs> well honestly. you know the thing is too is that not that night not only did it do something for you but it did something for me mm-hmm. i mean i'm not perfect i still have a casual drink every now and then um now um and i'm not saying that it's right um you know but 
I do. And, and everybody has their own struggles yeah. and everybody has their own walks. And, you know, my mom, um, who's very religious would always, you shouldn't even be touching it, you know, uh, yeah. whether it's casual or not, like you shouldn't even be around it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, different uh, sins affect people differently. So whatever you're struggling with, if you struggle with certain things, then yeah, you should definitely stay away from it. You know, you, you do, and I'm, and which I'm not saying if you don't, then it's okay. But I'm just saying it takes effect on different people, different ways. And, um, that was, uh, that, that night it did something in me too, because even since then, um, I mean, I really don't party like that anymore. I don't hang out like that anymore. And yeah, I think it was, uh, I got back and me and Victoria had a long talk and, um, you know, I really said, okay, I need to focus on my family and business and I need to, I need to get my life in order too, because, um, you know, I'm, I'm the leader of my family. And so I gotta, gotta make sure I lead, you know, by example. And you are, man. Yeah. You really are. That's one thing I admire about you. You're, you turned 30 this year, right? No, no, no. I'm 32. I'll be 33 this next year. Are you serious? Getting old, man. (laughs) God. (laughs) It's a good number though. 33. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, that's one thing about you that I love is that, like I said, you're like a big brother to me and that's why I had to get it out. Cause it was like, it's been eating me up and, um, I haven't even talked to, to Manny much. Like well, when I talk to Manny, which is rare, yeah. but when we do talk, well, nowadays it's rare it, it, you know, it, cause he's, for me. he's busy. Yeah. And, we're all busy. We all have yeah. different things going on and priorities change. Yeah, you know, and, they, yeah, exactly. You know, but that doesn't mean we're still not going to be there for each other. No, not at all. You know, but, uh, I mean, it was, uh, you know, I knew too. I had told Manny, you know, like, <laughs> I know he's upset with me. I know he's mad. I told Victoria, yeah. I was like, I know he's upset with me. But, you know, at that point, yeah. I, if I wouldn't have said anything, what kind of person would I have been to not say anything? And usually I'm very supportive of you and everybody else in our circle. And uh, I, I support you and cheer you on and yeah. hey, get it done. But it, it, really it was conviction in my heart that night because mm. it was kind of like, He's, he's in the beginning stages. I've grown up in church my whole life. Mm-hmm. I've seen everything you can think of in church. Um, and there's a lot. I mean, there's a lot of imperfect people that are there. So you're going to see a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was like, basically it was in my head saying, you got to say something. Yeah. You know, if you care about him, you'll say something. Mm-hmm. And so I know I kind of came on strong that night but yeah it was in love i mean i know. felt it yeah. yeah yeah like it did it didn't sit right that night and i only think it didn't sit right because i was uh it's so funny because we only that was our first drink of the night yeah like it's not like we were but it felt like we had been for me personally it felt like i was like i had like a lot because of the energy like it was just like man what the like what's going on right now but um, it was, I, I do know it was out of love. It was just yeah. like, and, but that's the most sincere form of love with somebody. Yeah. I realize it now, you know, after all this time has gone by and I've done some thinking about it and then whatnot. It's like, man, had I not had that night, it wouldn't have gave me the fuel of fire to be like on days that I was trying to like days that it got hard and I wanted to go drink or I wanted to smoke or I'm around smokers and I smell it. It sits in me, those conversations, that conversation of like, nah. I'm not going to, cause I know what the hell I'm doing and I know that's not for me. Right. And I know it's not right. Yeah. It's not right that I just, I don't, it's not that I'm not doing it because it's like, well, I don't want to be like them. No, it's like, I know what it, like you said, it's, it's what about, 
for everybody, right? It's to each is their own. And for me, I know that that's just not my thing. Like mm -hmm. it just don't settle with me. I can't control it correctly. I right. can't even do it every now and then right. because uh, that beast comes out. I think Cedric comes out <laughs> and not said. I'm starting to learn that Cedric is a different person than said. Said is fun and happy and go lucky with everybody. Cedric comes out and he is like a very stubborn very tunnel vision just like yeah. he's just different um he's different and that's what alcohol brings out of me and it's not very healthy yeah and um we've been we've been friends four years five years yeah dude okay yeah so yeah. there was a time during the pandemic that me and you spent literally every week together yeah. during a whole year to a year and a half yeah because all we did was golf yeah i mean literally it was either once or twice a week. That's what it was. Yeah. And, you know, we'd take, take the wife out there and Frank and Manny and, you know, we'd all just go golf. We spent a lot of time together. So, you know, obviously you're the type of person I am too. You choose who you want to spend your time with. Oh, yeah. Because you don't just spend it with anybody. No. Um, not at all. So we've always been great friends. You've always been able to talk to me. I've always been able to talk to you. And I do. I feel somewhat of like a big brother because – you are younger and you have a lot, you've dealt with a lot in life too. Yeah. And so sometimes, you know, I go back and I think, man, I wish I was that age and I had somebody that I could talk to or I could look up to. And unfortunately in that time, um, with my years as, as young as you were, I didn't, you know, I thought I, I thought, uh, well, Brent, you should know what the right thing to do is. So, you have to just get it together. And, and sometimes it's tough because you need somebody to talk to. And so me and you, though, we've always had a good talking relationship. Mm -hmm. Whether we sit in the golf cart for four hours and That's play golf and mm -hmm. we're always talking, you know, and I'm always trying to help. And, and you, too, you help me in ways that you don't even think you are. Hmm. Um, but sometimes I don't get to talk to a, a, somebody a lot. So I cherish those moments, yeah, you man. know, when we golf and stuff like that. So. Uh, and again, if you truly care about somebody in your friendship, you're going to be as open as you can um, with that person. So I'm really excited about this podcast. I've been, yeah. I've been looking forward to it. Although mm -hmm. I did, I want to get it on, uh, get on here sooner, but <laughs> my no. family got sick and then I got sick. And so it put us out of commission for like two weeks. So, <laughs> no, man, I appreciate it. Yeah, no, it's uh, the, you're a family man, you know, you're not single you know, and it's understandable. Like, you know, like Frank, for instance, you know, he's not married, no kids, nothing. I'm not married, no kids. You know, Manny's uh, engaged, but pretty much free because the kids are older. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we have time to go golf kind of willingly. And we know when B-Lo can come, B-Lo can come. <laughs> and almost in a way, it's almost like a, a, a selfish thing at certain times to be like, be low, like yanking your chain, like, well, I mean, I'll do it because I like to mess with you. Y'all all do it. I like to mess, <laughs> yeah, because I like to mess with you. But it's not, in a, in a way, to a certain extent, it gets where it's not fair because, you know, as much as you want that person or these people to be around, you could potentially be losing, um, you can be make, and it's up to you to make that decision. You do, you, you're, you're stern by it, yeah. you know, like, hey man, now, you know, guys, it's Mother's Day. Y'all want me to go golfing? <laughs> And you know what? Everything inside of me wants to be like, babe, I want to make golfing. it up to you. I'm going to go golfing. I'm sorry. Victoria. And nine times out of 10, she probably would be like, okay, you're going to make it up to me and it's going to be good or something. It's going to be real know? expensive. And, 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 and in my head, I'm like, okay, yeah. And then then the other side of me sits back and I'm like, no, yeah. I can't. 
and and you you know I I have I can count on my hands how many friends I have and I tell the same thing to them if they want to do something sorry I can't go and they yank my chain too just like you guys do but you know uh, I didn't always used to be like that you know the beginning of my marriage I um, I didn't care you know and I did what I wanted to and I you know I wasn't a good husband and even though I thought I was good you know, by providing for my family and doing all that, there was more to it than just that. Um, you know, I needed to be the leader of the home and, and be there for my wife um, emotionally and physically and mentally, you know. And um, it, it took me uh, it took me and my wife about two years uh, in the beginning through some bumps and roads. Um, but, man, it was, I mean, she she believed for me. You know, and she knew that I was better than the way that I was acting. And she's always loved me, even since she was 13 years old. I got lucky. And um, so it's, it's, it's great, man. Life is, life is good and God is good. And, um, man, I'm, I'm as happy as I've ever been in my life, you know, at this point. What were some things in the beginning that you were doing that you felt like you weren't, besides being a provider, like most men think, right? right? They're like, man, as long as I'm working and I'm bringing home this and I'm doing this, then what else do you need? And that's how I was. I was Mm -hmm. like, so what were you doing? Um, I mean, I'll tell you what, I was still partying like I was single. I mean, that was a huge thing. I mean, you know, and she'll be right there saying, yep, he's right. (laughs) You know? Um, and then of course, you know, we had my daughter the first year of us being together. And, um, you know, I, uh, I was still trying to act like I was 22 years old, 21 years old. And, you know, I wasn't. And, um, like I said, she, she's great, man. She's, she's, uh, she's an amazing partner and a loving wife. And, uh, she, you know, yeah, it bothered her and it hurt her and she never showed it though. She was very strong and was strong for our daughter. And finally one day I just woke up and I was like, man, I've got to, I've got to do better. I, I know the truth, you know, and, uh, I need to do what God has called me to do and be the man of my home. And, um, you know, there's struggles sometimes, but uh, no one's perfect. You know, there's always yeah. going to be those bumps, but um, definitely don't act the way that I used to act. And that's a good thing because even at that point, um, it has matured me as a man, um, as a husband and uh, in business, you know. And so it's 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 completely changed. And I can, like I said, um, everything is pretty good right now and all the glory to God for that because uh, without him, I wouldn't be here Um you know, it doesn't matter whether you've grown up religious or not, you know, you gotta, you gotta stay connected somehow to, to keep moving forward. Connected to something. Yeah. yeah. For us is God. Yeah. Yeah. But connected to something. Um, yeah. And y'all have been married for how long? Um, so we were coming up on eight years Heck yeah. of marriage. And like I said, the, the, the first two were bumpy. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, you know, my wife, um, didn't come from too much of a religious background. Um, we definitely, our families went to church together when we were teenagers. Mm-hmm. So she more knew or less. Um, but of course, her walk wasn't active like mine was. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I, you know, of course, around it as much as I was. Um, but she never forgot, you know, and, you know, she, she, she knew what the right thing to do was and stand in belief for her husband that he would change and, I did, you know, and it's, it's good. It really is. Um, I, I'm definitely happy with where I am today, you know, mm-hmm. where I used to be. And that's part of the walk. It's part of the story. You know, you're going to start somewhere and you go through these tr- trials and tribulations and then, you know, the end result is, is good. 
Yeah, but you, yeah, you're right. And y'all don't have a uh, typical, what you would say, wife or husband and wife relationship. Y'all work together. Yeah, we do. So, so uh, well, before we get into where, or before we get into that, uh, where do you work at and uh, what do you do? Um, so my family, we own a body shop collision center. Um, we fix a lot of cars. One of our biggest contracts is State Farm Insurance. Mm-hmm. Um, we have also the other side of it, which is the tow trucks, um, record service. We have 14 tow trucks, and uh, we're contracted to several, several different police departments. And so it is literally a 24-7 job. Mm-hmm. So you have the shop during normal business hours, and then you have the tow trucks, which the police don't sleep. So your business doesn't sleep. Yeah, you don't either. Yeah, almost. No, I mean, almost. It's, it's, you're it's, always going hard on Snapchat or you know <laughs> Instagram. Like, just it's always another one, another yeah. one. Quality, another one times two. Times yeah, three. yeah, yeah. We, uh, I, I push my guys a lot, and uh, that definitely comes from my dad. You know that mm-hmm. he, he's been retired for ten years now, um, but he was a hard boss boss to work for. I mean, you talk about working for people and uh, and they're being tough. That was my dad. And so, you know, it's good though. It's stuck with me. Um, and of course now I run the company and you know, it's, you can see the, it's there, you know, at what age did you start working for your dad? Uh, so I was 17 in high school when I started driving an actual tow truck Mm -hmm. and, uh, that was my after school gig and that was my weekend gig. And even then too, um, people going to parties and people were, (laughs) you know, going to the beach and doing all that. Nope. I got to work. Mm-hmm. And I'd get out of school at 12, 1 o'clock on a Friday, and that was my life the whole weekend till Sunday night. And, uh, you know, it was tough. And if you were going to have a job there, you had to work. You had to put in the work. Mm-hmm. And if you were ever going to be anything as a boss-wise, you had to put in the work as well. You had to start from the bottom and work your way up. So, um, yeah. yeah, so we worked together. Um she, yeah, you and she, she you is and Victoria? A, me and my wife. She's the secretary there at the business. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a need for a, another person, and she was at home with our son. We ended up having our son, and uh, I told her, I said, I don't want you going back to your regular job. I want you to come work for me. Which at first she was like, Absolutely not. I'm not going to work with you. Um, it's not <laughs> yeah. going to happen. And uh, you know, it's it's good too. Um, I'm always busy, so it's not like I'm always there and I see her all day every day. Mm-hmm. But yeah. We see each other all day. We go home with the kids. Life goes on. Yeah. You know, you uh, it's a it's a it's another twenty four hour job in itself, but it's <laughs> worth it. You know, yeah. she's a great helpmate, and um, she keeps me in line. You know, because sometimes, and, and that's what I tell a lot of people. Um, whether like even if it's the gym or working out, I need my boys who are trainers. They don't. They may not necessarily train me, but they keep me accountable, and you know, with diet exercise mm-hmm. at work, I'm the boss. Yeah. So who do I stay accountable to? You know, so there's even times where I mess up, you know, and she keeps me accountable. Um, my dad who's retired keeps me accountable. You know, he, he's had this business for, we just completed 44 years in business. We've been around a long time. Um, he keeps me accountable and I talk to him and Hey, I think I'm doing this wrong. Oh yeah, you are doing it wrong. <laughs> you know, and sometimes it's not what you want to hear going back to that night in California where me and you were. Mm-hmm. But it's out of love, you know. It's it's correction's good. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's a good thing. Yeah. You know, especially when you're uh, stand behind it and you can back it up, then people listen, you know. And so that that that's what I really feel like my calling is. I uh, my calling is um I feel like it's to help people 
you know, and reach them just by talking, you know, because uh, especially men, men struggle a lot. You know, you hear about mental health, mental health and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Men don't think about that. Even though it has word men in it. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> mental health. They don't, they don't I mean, think about it. They, they, they know they got to go to work. They know they got to put food on the table for their kids or their wife or their family. Mm-hmm. Who do they talk to? You know, that's mm-hmm. kind of one of those things where I said I cherish the moments that me and you have when we're on the golf course because I don't get to talk to a lot of people per, about personal things. Right, right. You know, um, or even opening up. And so that's – and I reach a lot of men, even my, or my own workers. I can tell you all my workers have probably come to me and opened up about their personal life, and I help them, and they'll get through it. Because if I can make sure that they're keeping their marriage intact or – um, their girlfriends or that they have kids with or making sure those kids are, you know, okay um, through certain things, um, then I'll do it, you know, just because um, it's tough. It's tough out there, especially mm-hmm. in today's times too. There's so much scrutiny um, against men and, and what you have and what you don't and all this stuff. And not that that's important, but men take it to another level. Yeah. You know? And so. Yeah. Um, I think that's a, a huge thing. A lot of men aren't, we're not uh well ours is different in our group you know we'll 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 talk to each other about stuff and we'll like hash it out of like hey but you should be i mean i can't tell how many times y'all talked sense into me or (laughs) we've talked sense into i'm not gonna say who in the group or whatever but like we've talked sense to each other yeah of like just being like hey bro ain't like that's how it's not how it is or have you even discussed it have you even brought it to attention have you gone and sat down and well you need to sit down and you need to whatever you don't hear that often you usually it's funny when we when we used to go drink. It was never like uh, <clears throat> you're you're drinking just to forget. You know, we were right. drinking and like having actual conversation of like, hey man, how do we get through this? this is what I'm struggling with. Right. Yeah, that's why I, I don't I didn't mind it back then. But, yeah, you know, and um, again, was it was it right? No, but at the end of the day, there was a goal, and the goal was to help each other and try mm-hmm. to get through things and talk about things. Yeah. And um. You know, it's not like we were getting trashed and no. being stupid and egging someone's house or no. breaking into cars. <laughs> no, 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 no. But we we did have some good conversations. I, uh, yeah, I appreciate. I think you do need people like that in your life. Yeah, a, a wife. But you, uh, when you were in, I remember back then you told me that you know you started uh, in your church of there was like levels to it in the church where they would start you off at uh you know like teaching the youth or something like that was it there like a yeah, certain yeah, yeah. step form so, to that um, do you think that that during that time because i'm not familiar with that stuff right. i was actually my first time ever hearing about that mm-hmm. so do you think with that type of foundation in the church that led and also having a father figure in the home a good father figure in the home whether he was strict and wanted you like he was a parent ironically (laughs) right he was a parent to you not a friend but uh do you think that foundation in the church of like you know strictness and like not strictness but like hey discipline it was strictness yeah strict i mean yeah so so i mean the the church that i grew up in was a a, um old school hispanic church what denomination if you don't mind me asking it was christian christian non-denominational um it was an old school hispanic church and my parents were super close with the pastors of the church and uh Mm -hmm. My parents struggled a lot in their marriage, um, you know, while they're being married. I mean, gosh, they're, they've been married, I think, like 46 years. I mean, they got together when my dad was 16 and my mom was 15. 
and uh, my wow. mom was 16 when she had my brother. So, um, you know, of course, back then too is a whole nother beast too. But um, mm-hmm. they were in church. You know, they went through struggles just like everybody else. And that pastor just didn't play games, man. I mean, he kept my dad accountable as a man, and you know, called him out when he was doing wrong. And I guess that it all trickles down too, because then that's how my dad kind of came into it. And then just kind of use that uh, base um, at his business, you know, and that's how he kind of trained us too. But yeah, like, so basically um, the pastor just believed that nobody was better than the other. I mean, if you were cleaning toilets um, and taking out the trash, then you're just as good as if uh, if it's an elder or like a deacon in the church. Um, nobody was better than the other. And that the sole purpose of everybody there was to glorify and, and serve God, um, no matter what that job was. Um, and so basically one thing that he did, and this was for a lot of people that were, um, in ministry, like basically you came up, you, you came into the church, you were trying to put your foundation in it. Um, if you wanted to start working in the ministry, it started with cleaning the bathrooms, mm-hmm. clean the bathrooms, humble yourself, mm-hmm. you know, do this. If you can do it, this in the small, you can do it in the big. Mm-hmm. Um, then it went from, Hey, we need a, a daycare teacher, um, mm-hmm. this Sunday, you know, or we need someone in the parking lot attended, you know, go do this or go do that. And so then it just, it escalated. And my parents kind of just did everything too from that point, you know, whether it was cleaning bathrooms or then they became children's pastors. And then after children's pastors, they became youth pastors. And then they did youth forever. And then he became an assistant pastor. And then he was an assistant pastor forever while he was still running this business. Um, and then now today, my dad is a minister. He's a pastor of his own church. Mm-hmm. Um, again, through everything though, there's nobody that's perfect. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody messes up, but it's the effort that you put back into getting your walk right back right. with God. And that's what a lot of people don't understand. You know, in conversation uh, with our Bible studies and stuff, my mom and I, we've talked about Judas and we have a very like, there had to be a Judas, right? Yeah. Like there had to be one. Otherwise you wouldn't have had Christ. Someone had to do it, is yeah. what I'm trying to say. Yeah. You know, so with that being said, it's like we have to have adversity. Adverse, I can't even talk right adversity. now. Adversity. Yeah. yeah, thank you. Yeah, you're good. Um, <laughs> we we have to have it, and we have to fall off yeah. every now and then. Right. You have to. Because yeah. otherwise, if, if you were perfect, then why would we need God, right? Because you don't need God if you're perfect. Yeah, I mean. Because you are God. Because yeah. God is perfect, right? I mean, even at, even at me growing up in the church, I can't tell you how many times I've ran away. You know, I'm I'm not perfect. Right. And I ran away, and there's times where I've said, I don't want anything to do with this, and I never want to do it again. Mm-hmm. And then you fall flat on your face, and then you have nowhere else to go mm-hmm. but either continue to go in a downward spiral. And if you can't, if you've already bottomed out, then there's only one thing after that, and it's not very good. Mm-hmm. You know, it could even be death. Mm-hmm. But, um, or you get back on the saddle and get back to walking the, the straight and narrow you know and yeah so it, it's based it's, it's up to us we make choices every day yeah and the thing is we just can't get emotional about the choices you have to you you know the truth you follow the truth yeah you're gonna mess up get right back to it yeah you know yeah i agree uh, i was actually thinking today i have these uh notes in my phone um when i'm running it's called running with thoughts it's like a little note section that i have i'll talk to my phone whenever i'm like running one thing that I was thinking about was uh, just suicidal thoughts of like people who deal with suicide and things like that. And it's like, I wonder if they have 
God in their life for one. But I know even people who are Christians or who have God in their life think about suicide or yeah, even kill themselves, sure, right? For sure. But um, my suggestion would be on, or I thought, I was like, I said that you should, if you don't have God in your life, then yes, kill that side of you and be reborn into Christ right. and try that out. If there's, if there's all these negative things that you've, you're going through, you're not feeling right. You're feeling mentally unstable. Your marriage isn't correct. You're, you're not correct. Try killing that side of you. Be reborn through Christ, accept Christ as your Lord and savior and try that walk out. I mean, you've tried everything else out, no matter how old you are, but are probably older. Um, and it's like, well, well, what's it going to hurt trying out, trying to give your life up to something that's not for you? Because I think most men, like you said earlier, you know, it's, uh, it's almost like the world conditions us to be, uh, flesh-like, right? It's almost like it conditions men, right? Yeah. You got to work hard. You know, you got to bring in the money. You got to, you know, do these things, provide, you know, all this weight on our shoulders. Right. But then if a man doesn't control that correctly and he actually does have a good work ethic and he puts him in a good spot and he doesn't have that discipline, but he gets into a world where they got some money, well, that flesh is going to start polluting their mind. And if they don't have God in their life, then God forbid, because money is a hell of a drug. It is. Um, And then women are too, because women are unfortunately at times attracted to money and then that makes you it just it blinds you it's a lot of blinding that men automatically come into that we don't even know right you know and uh i was just thinking about a lot of people in my life sorry about that i was thinking about a lot of people in my life that i've came across that it's like man you know i get why you're caught up in the flesh and why you feel like you've done this all yourself and how God, like, how's this guy going to even, or this thing, how, how's it going to even help my, my life out? Right. But I feel like we know a lot of people, at least I do. I mean, like you, Manny, I can go on. People who center God in their life truly do. Right. And they are, you know, just because you have God in your life doesn't mean that you're going to be, uh, you're, you're untouchable. Right. If anything, you're going to get touched. You're going to get, you're going to get, uh, you're a target if anything, because right. now, you know, the devil or these sins and the devil knows your sin more than anybody. Well, I mean, look at you, you know, yeah. you even gave your, you even talked about it in chapter one. Yeah. You walk with God and I've seen a huge change in you in that walk. Yeah. I was totally different when we first met. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, the person you are today is nowhere near the person was when I met you at Wildcat. Which is crazy, huh? super crazy it's like night and day i mean you know um but it also helped with who you surrounded yourself with and i'm not saying that we're perfect at all no No but i i literally said though i said man it wasn't until i started kicking it with brent and manny that i started wanting to go get my haircuts cut regularly that i wanted to start acting right speaking right like being not that i wasn't but just the way that i look and carried myself right it was, I uh, started pretty much with y'all because at that time I still wasn't even in a good headspace. Yeah, you had the long hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you Hippie. just, you didn't care. Mm-mm. You know, no. and, uh, you no. know, you, you were young too and there was some maturity there, but you surrounded yourself with people who were beneficial to you at that time. Again, I'm not talking highly of myself. I'm just saying, in that moment in your life, God crossed you paths with us. Yeah. And it happens with everybody. It happens to me. There's people that I meet that I, from work, 
that I was like, whoa, there's a reason why I met this person today. Mm-hmm. And it's a, it's, it's, it's meant to be, you know, it's, it's for a reason. But uh, that too, um, you know, so you put yourself in the right crowd. And man, you made huge jumps. I mean, you were swimming through water you as quick as you were crossing paths. Literally. Um, yeah. But you struggled too. You know, and you just had struggles recently. Yeah. Um, although with you, I think it's more emotions. Mm-hmm. And I've always told you that. Mm-hmm. I've, I've always told you that. Uh, mm-hmm. That's one thing that I can always, even when I heard that video, <laughs> I said, I've told this dude that uh. countless times that he he bases himself off his emotions too much. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's, it's hard, you know, because who are you talking to? If you're not talking to anybody, you're listening to yourself. You're mm-hmm. listening to those emotions that are turning inside of you. Yeah. And it's, it's not good, you know, mm-hmm. and, um, you've called me probably two or three times in the last month just to say, Hey, I was just thinking about you. Mm-hmm. Are you okay? Mm-hmm. And you know, it's crazy because I should have been doing that with you too, mm-hmm. you know, and that brought conviction to me too. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm like, when, when I heard, you know, with your mom, that conversation, I'm like, yeah, man, that's not right. I should have checked on him, you know? Um, because you know i know how you are too sometimes and it's even sometimes i tell you ayo said uh don't be a recluse Mm -hmm. don't go back into your hole don't go into hiding because i get like that yeah 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 yeah, Yeah. for sure um and so i i want to apologize to you for not doing my part either because man that that's tough you know and especially if your friends are struggling and you don't know at that time because you think everything's right Mm -hmm. man pick up that phone and call them you know, whoever it is. Yeah. I I think I'm an emotional person because I genuinely care for everyone in my life. And it hurts me when that person isn't, I don't know. I think I I, I have to learn this thing of like, everybody lives their life the way that they live it. And I got to let them live it. I'm trying to learn it. This year has been a really good year. It's been interesting. But, uh, sorry, this year has been an interesting year because I'm learning a lot towards the end of this year in a very rapid way. Yeah. Like God's doing it. I know he is. And he's just opening my spiritual eye to so many things, but, um, I do care about a lot of my friends and I'll call and I only, I let the Holy spirit work through me to be honest with you. When I do call you, it's cause God's calling, telling me to check on you. Yeah. It's not like I sit on a Friday and I like got a whole list and I'm like, all right, let me call everybody. No, it's like I'll I'll randomly call my friends when God puts it on my heart to be like, hey, you might need to check on this person because they may be going through something. Right. And uh, it's typically when I'm driving. Don't know why it happens, but it's usually when I'm driving. But I think that's why I am an emotional person, because I just give I care about a lot of people. I care how people are doing. I know they got goals. I know sometimes they need to get on their stuff and it's like, how's this going? I'll check in real quick. How's this going? How's there? How are the kids? How are you doing? How's, you know, everything? How's work? How's all this stuff going? All right. Making sure you're on track. We're good. All right. And then gone. Right. But it's just because I care. So when something like that, if anything ever falls out of my life or if anything is ever wrong, I have to address it. Yeah. That's just how I've been lately. And I have to be careful with that because it just depends on who I'm talking to. Sometimes I'm not ready to receive that. And yeah, but so, the thing is you can't stop. No, I'm not going because to. Because the day yeah. that you stop, the day something could happen to somebody and 
if you have that feeling or that calling to do that, you got to do it. Yeah, that's what happened with me and Dub. Me and Dub. So Manny told me, like, he kept asking me constantly. I felt like it was God asking me, not Manny, right? <laughs> but it was like, or you even asked me a couple times when we go golf, like, hey, have you talked to Dub? Have you talked to Dub? And I'm like, no, I haven't talked to him. I know he's, you know, doing whatever. And then something came across me like, what if he has, what if you like, you know, there's something bad happens to him and you end off not good with this guy. Right. I mean, he's been your boy since like kindergarten. He's been your boy since kindergarten was what happened. Really that big of a deal to lose a friend over. Right. And it's like, no, it's not. So reach out to him, man. Give him that call. Yeah. And I did. And we've been cool kicking it since. He's yeah. supposed to come on. You know, and he as, needs to. at a certain yeah, at yeah. a certain point, and we we're actually we're actually probably going to talk about that and how you know you can get through. But I think you're right. You do need to check up on, and I think men need to check up on men a lot. Yeah, because girls, you know, that's one thing about girls. Like your girlfriends, they all like hold each other down. Although <laughs> they really do. Although I feel like they sometimes misguide each other. <laughs> I, I seriously do, because it's just like bro, they all are. I hear the conversation some of these chicks have, and I'm like, God bless. But, um, like men need to hang out, like, ch uh, check on their, their boys more often, man. Right. Cause, um, like those golf outings, like they're not, they're not just golf outings. I'm not advocating for anybody who's trying to go golf, but they're not just <laughs> golf outings, man. No, they're, not. they're, they're a lot of like checking in, talking, how's this been? How's that been? A lot of frustration because of the golf course, but you know, like, why do we come out here? You know, <laughs> but it, you know why I go, I sit in that golf cart and I, I'm I'm one with Mother Nature. <laughs> it's my it's my uh, my detox period. Yeah, and I I love it. And I'll, yeah. and and sometimes you need that whether you're good at golf or not because I'm not good at golf. But yeah, you know you you need it. You got to go and surround yourself with good positive people and take I think a break. that's I think that's a huge thing, man. Yeah. It's it's who you surround yourself with. Hundred percent. If you're not surrounding yourself with people who are godly people, like godly men, or don't have that same morals, it's like would you okay, how I see it is if I ever had kids would you allow your kids to go hang out with the kids that are doing bad things or cussing at a young age or they're bullying the other kids and you know it and you're like yeah right. I know my kid goes hang out it's okay right. no you wouldn't do that so why would you do that for yourself to other people if they're not a good influence right you know what I'm saying like if I was always drunk always want to hang out with you and whatever why would you want to bring the babies around me Cedric's always drunk. He's always whatever. I don't want to hang out with that. What kind of influence? Right. Because then that confuses your kids because yeah. they're like, why does dad hang out with that kind of guy? For sure. So I think, uh, and I also think it's important how you said earlier, it started with your, uh, your pastor and then it trickled down to your dad and then it trickled down from there. So it's like, not a lot of people get a good pastor like that. Yeah. Who's just like straightforward. Hey man, no adultery, no fornication, yeah. No, uh, allowing this, cut this out, stop being a drunkard, you know, whatever the, whatever the cases are. Yeah. And it's not a strict thing. I, I don't believe it's a strict thing of like trying to live a perfect life. I think it's just people have already lived it already and they know that there's nothing good that comes yeah. from that. And yeah, we decided sure. to deny it. It's, it's, it's an experience factor. I mean, those people that are telling you that are not telling you that just because, uh, and I'm going to say some book cause some people think that some book says so, you know what I'm saying? Uh, a lot of the times people go into pastoralship because they've experienced every single wrong thing that you can experience mm -hmm. and there was no benefit from it. So they go into ministries thinking I'm going to help somebody. Yeah. And that's 99% of all pastors. 
of course you do have your ones that are in it for the wrong things and, and money and all that kind of stuff, but they'll have to answer, you know, when their time comes, they'll have to answer for that. It's not our job. Yeah. It's not our job. Mm -mm. No, not at all. But and, it is uh, your job. God does give you a spiritual uh, eye to be aware yeah. that, Hey, this place ain't for me for sure. And I need to move on yes. to another uh, better church. Right. And uh, if you're not, I think uh, somebody asked, like, where do you tithe? Like, what do you do with tithing? It's like, well, tithe where you're getting fed at, yeah. is what they say. You yeah. know, if you're getting fed the word and you, f you feel like it's helping your life, then keep uh, keep tithing at that place. But right. if you feel like you're not getting anything and you're, it's just like the same, then, you know, move on to the next one. Right. But, um, yeah, I, I agree. It It's not just some book. It's experience. It's. Yeah. Yeah, I guess the pastors are the good ones are the most messed up ones because yeah, they probably have gone through it. Been through it. They're able to help the addict. They're able to help the alcoholic. They're cheater. Able to help the cheater. Yeah. The the. I mean, you know, that's what they're there for. I think people can deny it their whole entire lives, and uh, according to biblically speaking, they will. But every knee shall bow. Yeah. It says that in the Bible. For sure. Every knee will bow at us. You know. Right. In this life or the next, uh, and. You know, everybody gets to meet God, too, after this. It's just, yeah. you know, where are you going to stay at? <laughs> For sure. And, and and again, I'm not perfect. I'm the most imperfect Christian you're going to find. I make mm -hmm. mistakes every day. Um, I sin every day, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, sin is sin, regardless of what it is. Mm -hmm. um, but it's about bouncing back and getting on that path, and I'll continue to go back to it because once you know the truth, it's your job to follow it. You're going to go off the path. But you got to get back on it. You know? Yeah. And you won't be judged. I mean, of course, you're going to be judged for your wrongs if you don't repent. But God is going to forgive you. And that's a good thing about forgiveness. Mm -hmm. You know, if you ask for it, you'll get it. And so, again, there's nobody perfect. Mm -hmm. But you got to get back on the saddle and keep riding the horse. Have you ever heard of a thing called true repentance? Uh, Yeah. What does it yeah. mean to you? What it means to me is that I, I know what it means to repent. But like true repentance is like you're absolutely f done with that. You're not repenting to be like, hey, you know, Lord, I'm sorry. Like Catholics do, right? They, you know, when's a lot? This has been X amount of days since I've sinned. You know, sure. I repent. You know, okay, go on, my child. And then they come back again, and they're like, you know, I, re I repent. Right. You know. But true repentance is like, okay, you know, I'm sick of this. I'm done with this. I'm turning my life away from it. I cannot stand it. Help me with it. But I am not ever doing this ever again because I know it is not for me. Sure. That's what I believe that true repentance is. Right. Repentance, I don't know if a lot of people know, but repentance means uh, it's metanoia in Greek. And what it means is is a change of your mind, your body, and your spirit. And that's literally what it does. And I think a lot of it, it's always what I talk about on this podcast is like it's who you're hanging out with, what you're listening to, what are you watching. If you're watching a show like Wednesday – that's so negative. Like that show on Netflix with that little girl from the <laughs> Adams family, bro. I've seen so many clips from that thing. It's a girl being so negative about stuff. And it's just like, then you wonder why you walk around with the cloud over your head all the time. And you're so rude to guys and rude to your friends and stuff. It's like, look at what you're watching. Yeah. You know, look at what you're listening to. I know you uh, listen just to Christian music and right. I mean, well, you listen to rap, but when you're working out and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but, yeah. I, I listen to country, I listen to rap, I listen to Spanish music, a little bit of everything. Now, is it is it right? I mean, no. You could definitely be listening to something more positive. 
yeah that's uplifting to your soul and everything but again i'm a human you know I'm right perfect um but yeah yeah i mean you know a little bit of everything and yeah you're right whatever you're listening to too has a, has a big effect if you're you're listening to a song about drugs all the time and you have an issue with drugs it's not going to help you <laughs> it's just going to take you further yeah. down or so if you, you're listening to a song about breakup yeah and you're always having a bad dude around or you're always getting broken up with yeah stop listening to that stuff you're literally putting in your world what you're listening to yeah yeah, yeah. i mean because you're already feeling the negative side effects of a breakup and then the words that are coming in don't help. I mean, if anything, it's just going to bring you more down. And I'm guilty of it. You know, Me we too. all are. Yeah. You know, it happens. That's why I know not to listen to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it, it, it does nothing to help you. Yeah. You know, again, it's about surrounding yourself with positivity and good things that are going to build you up, your character, everything. Um, man, I was, I was very um, immature. I'm not saying I'm mature. I'm not telling I'm perfect. So please, whoever's listening, I'm very much imperfect. But it's about how you get your mind, you know, and discipline. Um, it, it all goes together and it all starts really with discipline. Mm-hmm. Um, having discipline every day to do what you're supposed to do, uh, work-wise, home-wise, kid-wise, whatever it is, is the foundation for everything. And being disciplined um, not only physically helped me mentally. And so there are a lot of times where I feel like I'm getting off track and then I have to get right back to what I know mm-hmm. and it, and, and I put myself in check, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I have a lot of responsibility. How, so, when did you realize you weren't disciplined? Oh, At what man. point did it turn where you were like, gosh, I gotta get started getting more disciplined. Um, I would say about right before the pandemic. Uh, right at 20, at the end of 2019, um, I had already been in charge of the business for a while. Um, I had already been, I guess you could say the boss, but I really didn't, I didn't think of myself as a boss. I was young and, uh, there was a lot of employees, uh, every employee is way older than me. Um, they've worked for my family forever, mm-hmm. but, um, right at the end of 2019, um, right before the pandemic, we got super busy. I don't know what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, we probably saw like a 30% increase in revenue. Um, we were booked all the time. We were busy. Um, right, right before the in, the pandemic? Right at the end of 2019. I can't call it. So I, everybody was trying to rush out and get toilet paper, bro. I, I guess They're so. They're all getting in wrecks. E- either that or they were trying to run for the hills <laughs> thinking the zombie apocalypse was coming. But, uh, man, I, I can't explain to you what it was. I don't know. But all I know is that God blessed us and, 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 and uh, I almost... I mean, working through the whole pandemic because we were considered an essential business. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you how many times I forgot we were in a pandemic just because I was so busy all the time um, working. Mm-hmm. And uh, again, we were essential. So the police don't stop. We don't stop. So um, I guess uh, 2019, um, I basically um, ran away from problems at work. Not ran away, but like I... Um, if there was an issue, I didn't handle it. You know, I may have been in charge running or um, overlooking the business, mm-hmm. but I was never the one to be like, let me handle this problem. Mm-hmm. You know, um, there were some older guys that have been there. Um, our, our manager, who's been there for 30 years, we basically just gave the problems to him because he was so used to handling them all the time. 
And of course, I mean, he got tired and he's getting older and we're not getting any slower. So he's working even more. And, um, we just started, you know, of course more, you know, it's like Biggie said, more money, more problems. Mm -hmm. So you start dealing with a whole new crowd of people. Mm -hmm. You know, we were pretty much return clientele pretty much our whole lives as a, as a, as a business. You start getting people from all over, you know, finding out, Hey, this is a really good shop. You know, reputation's really good. Um, it is. It's like what? Almost five, four yeah, we're, point we're, nine. I think we're 4.9 stars. We've got on. about 280 reviews. Um, crazy. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's been a good work in progress. And, uh, mm -hmm. you know, you start dealing with all these new people, people you don't know. And, you know, you have to, you have to give a good service, you know, and, uh, it kind of blew up from there. So anyways, at that point during the pandemic, as super busy as we were, I had to take on more responsibility. And I think that's right when the turning point came. I finally clicked like, if you want to be something big, if you want to continue this legacy that your dad built, get it together. You have to become responsible and disciplined. And you have to run this thing like a well-oiled machine. Mm -hmm. And I kind of had just was going through... Um, I mean, I always did my job, but I was kind of just going through the motions because we had been, it was established already. It's not like we were a new company. Mm -hmm. So I was just kind of like, okay, well, we'll just do the same thing that we did every day. Of course, more clientele means more bills. More bills means more employees. More employees means more payroll, more taxes. I mean, it's, it's, it's a monster, you know, the, the, the way it all works. And, um, uh, you, you know, you had to get disciplined, you know, you had to get your mind right. You had to become mature and. That was a turning point for me. And, and not only that, but, um, you know, my family too. You know, my kids were getting older. Mm -hmm. um, my, my daughter's seven. You know, my son will be six this year coming up. My daughter's going to be eight next September. Um, they're getting older, and they know, and they see. You know, they know when daddy's not there. And if daddy's not there, where is he? And you better believe I got three of them calling me. Where are you at, and what are you doing? <laughs> and so um, uh, it keeps you disciplined. You know, and you want to be a good example for your children. And you also want to be a good example for your employees, especially the ones that have been there that long. And, uh, man, I really had to discipline. And uh, two years ago, I started getting up, going to the gym, um, 4 o'clock every morning. You know, we're part of that mm -hmm. 4 a.m. club. Mm -hmm. Again, Fair. keeping each other accountable. Mm -hmm. You know, I've kind of fallen off the wagon here in the last couple of weeks. But um, me and you, again, keeping each other accountable with somebody. Yeah. Because um, you got to stay accountable to somebody. Um it, it, the whole, it just changed for me. It all changed for me. It all started clicking. And it just, it, it started with me saying, okay, I'm mentally wore out. I'm physically wore out. I've got to make changes. And instead of the bad changes and you regress and you drink more and you do other things more, right? let me do it the healthy way. And it not only uh, is it going to help me, but it's going to just, it, it's going to balance me out. And I mean, it was the best thing I could have ever done. Right. I mean, best thing. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Because, okay, so you were going through a lot of stress, a lot of change. Yeah. And what you decided to do was work out, yeah. change, start accepting the the challenge. I start eating better. Mm -hmm. um, I got into the best shape of my life. Um, and again, it just was to, it was to build me up to be a person that I needed to be. Mm -hmm. And uh, mentally, physically, you know, spiritually too. Um, again, I'm not as involved in church as I should be, but I'm there and I take my family and, and again, there's times where I, I not able to go and I miss because of something, but, mm -hmm. um, 
I know that I have to be accountable to somebody. So again, the working out, they said, we're going to be accountable mm-hmm. 4 a.m. club. We tagged each other on Facebook, make sure we were up. We share the Apple watches to make sure we're doing our workouts. Yeah. Uh, Drop a pin 4 a.m. Yeah. That's yeah. what it used to be. Yeah. Drop a pin Check 4 a.m. Yeah. Check in. Um, and so then uh, I said, okay, well, then there's that. And I said, accountable spiritually. I'm not involved like I should. Work plays a big toll in it. Um, I need to be there. And when I'm there, I'm still connected, mm-hmm. you know, and I make myself, and, and really my wife has a lot to do with it too, because man, I'm wore out. I'm wore out by the time Sunday comes and she, and even my daughter now, she pushes me. Why are we not going to church? We mm-hmm. need to go to church. We need to go to church. And grandma says we need to go to church. And I mean, I'm just, she's there too, you mm-hmm. know? And so we go to church and it keeps me accountable you know, yeah. spiritually. Yeah. And then, um, you know, and then work too. Um, my dad keeps me accountable. Um, there are times where he'll call me out of the blue and start asking me a bunch of questions and I still give him the respect, you know, even though he's not there. Um, but he built this thing and obviously he knows what he's doing. And so, mm-hmm. uh, we don't always see eye to eye, but, uh, he's kind of entrusted me and saw what we've done, you know, and, uh, it's just change is hard for a lot of older people and, uh, but change is good, mm-hmm. you know, and he's seen the benefits of it. Mm-hmm. And, um, Again, man, it's tough, but you gotta stay disciplined. You gotta be mentally strong. Um, and these are just some of the things that I use every day to help me because my life is a lot. <laughs> no, it is. It's a lot. It is, which I appreciate you coming because you were even busy before you came here and drove yeah, yeah. forty-five minutes from wherever you were. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, uh, one yeah. thing that I, I like that you said is that you took the route of a healthy route. Yeah. And instead of going to drink more, I think it bothers the living hell out of me. People will say I'm stressed out. I deserve, which I get it. I don't, <laughs> but I get it. Okay. I get the weak mind is what I get. Yeah. Okay. It's just all it is. I had a long week. I deserve a drink. And it's like, no, just go work out. Take the healthy route. You, you have a decision. Like you said, you got two yeah. choices, right? But we're all human. Yeah. We could use the excuse, but I'm telling you that workout is going to help out a lot more than that drink will. It is. But, but it's taking it's taking us a lot of time to come and realize that. Yeah. Because we didn't used to see it that way. No. We would say, no, hey, that's true. We need to go on a trip and go get <laughs> Yeah. But see, you're there, then you're doing the same thing you we could do in town. I'm paying like $800 for uh, a, like a, you know, a glass of whiskey, <laughs> which is great, but I mean, it's cool getting to do it on the beachfront instead of like a and Houston, <laughs> but you know but it's funny because even on our way. even on our trips, because we've been on tons of them, a lot, yeah. You could tell the whole swing in the in the mood the last two or three trips. Yeah, they've been different. Yeah, because we were getting up early. We said, "Hey, we need to change this whole thing. We, we need to get up early. We want to go sightsee." Mm-hmm. Now you're becoming a different person. Yeah. Now it's which about, I actually enjoyed those trips. It's great going to see the beach. Yeah. And, Getting to actually see the town, you know, like even in Boston, Boston was a really good one. It's great. We got to see Salem and we and went on tours instead of going to get trashed, which I think a lot of people did on vacation. A lot of people decide to go get trashed somewhere else. And it's like, bro, you're in a new city. It's the same guys. Yeah. I promise you. It's yeah. the same girls. Yeah. I promise you. If you're going to a bar, if you're going to a club, 
no matter whether it's a different one or not it's the same same thing lame girls and guys it's just there ain't nothing out there you're not gonna find what you're looking for there and i think uh and then you're spending a shitload of money just to go and do the same thing that you could be doing back at home you know and i i really have enjoyed our last two two trips actually two or three it's, uh, i think it's been three three been three yeah they, they were dope because we got to see the city we woke up with a clear mind i think we even maybe had like a few drinks like a, at dinner yeah and then we yeah. went home and then it was like up early let's go yeah golf whatever it was right yeah. no drinks at the golf course just chilling enjoying no. the scene but i think a lot of people will do that they get stressed out with life and they do a few things. They run away from God is one, especially if they don't have no spiritual backing. Right. And that is just like, that kills me because yeah. it's just, I feel bad for them because yeah. you're already messing up if you don't have God. So right. you're not protected if when life comes at you. Right. So that's one. Right. Then you run to the spirits. You run to the wrong spirits. You run to the <laughs> drink spirits. And those spirits ain't going to help you out at all because those spirits uh, come with company. Yeah. And that company is your friends, quote unquote, friends. And they don't know a lick of spit, you know, like they're 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 lost too in the wind and now you're just joining them. Right. And now you're all having conversations drunk as hell and y'all think y'all know what y'all are talking about for the night and then you wake up dehydrated the next day and then it's just on to the next and your your life shows. Yeah. You know, because then you're depressed and then you're yeah. sleeping a lot and then you're just like, why can't I, you know, why do I have no energy throughout the week? Well, because on the weekend, you go get <laughs> drunk as hell all weekend. You're yeah. recovering all week. You know, if you go get drunk on Friday, it thirsty Thursdays, if you start then. But like how it used to be for us. And I'm not because I don't want to feel like people are. I don't want people to feel like I'm like pinpointing at them. It's yeah, just through no. experience. No, it, you mean, know, it used to be. We've done it all. Thirsty, Yeah. Thirsty Thursdays. Watch the Thursday night football game. Yep. And then Friday, go out fuck, it is Friday. Let's do it again. Yep. Saturday, let's go golf. Maybe drink all day. Yep. Then maybe drink at night. And then Sunday, maybe relax day. But no, it's Sunday football. So let's go get drunk Sunday. Yep. And then Monday is like, you know, we'll go to bed early Sunday if that. Yep. And then it's like you're recovering all week. And then you wonder why you're tired all week. Yeah. And you wonder why you're depressed and why you're stressed out. It yep. makes no sense. Like the game is. And I swear it's a cheat code because it's like, stop doing that. Like you're spending money. You're wasting your time with pointless people. Like, and a lot of people don't want to hear that and they don't hear it until they get older. And then by now you're older and it's just like, you don't waste your life. Well, like, I think we're just lucky enough that we caught it as young as we are too. Well, like because you said, it's around, who, it's who you surround right. yourself with. Right. I had, mean, had I not had friends like y'all that put me on that it's like, y'all would have never let me get belligerently drunk. Right. You know that's not right. Like, hey, keep said say like whatever, right? Let's not do all that. But or there was even times where we would be out, and the old Cedric was foaming at the mouth, and I'd be like, "Hey, Ced, <laughs> chill out, man. You can't talk to that fifty-year-old woman like that. <laughs> she can't talk to me. <laughs> uh, I gotta keep her from me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I mean, even at that too, or you sounding like a pirate or a sailor. Yeah. You know, I mean, it, it's it's. The reason why I yes. talk about it is yeah. because yeah, that's another one. you have changed so much, mm -hmm. and it's great to see it. And whatever you're doing is what you need to be doing. And Thanks, so man. So this is, this is it. I mean, I, I've listened to all your podcasts. <laughs> and, uh, I appreciate that. and Because Thank it's you. good. Thank you. You know, it's good. And it's even better when it's somebody that you know and you see the change that's happened. 
And like mm-hmm. I said, man, I was super excited to come on this thing. And you kept telling me, oh, it, it's just an hour. It's just an hour. It's just an hour. Mm-hmm. I'm like, bro, if it's more than an hour, it's more than an hour. Yeah. You can't stop something that's that's good. Know, that's moving. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. yeah, man. It's uh, It's been a fun three years, four years. And it's just so funny because it's like every time I feel like I'm leveling up and getting somewhere in life, it's like, dude, you're, you haven't even started. Yeah. And I think with this podcast, a lot of people – are going to hear stuff they don't want to hear. Right. You should hear it, by the way. Right. But like, you should listen to it and take it into account because, you know, you have children. If, if you have children, your children need to hear it. You know, if you're, if you're a man and you're not happy with your life, take some inventory and, and, and figure it out because you're going to die one day. That's my whole thing with people. Like, right. dude, you're going to die one day. How do you want to feel when you die? You want to be like, oh, well, you know what? I had a stressful week. I'm glad I got them last beers in. I drank my whole entire life until the day I die. And then it's just like, no, well, actually, you know what? I'm glad I actually had some discipline. And, you know, I didn't have a drink every night, but I drank here and there. But I was actually very disciplined. I was trying to affect those around me. I was trying to raise my kids correctly. I was trying to, like, what are your goals and morals? I think I see so many people at an old age, too, that don't have any goals and morals. They just, like they've accepted the norm and give up. Right. And it's like, dude, I can't stand being around that. It's like, when are you going to go out swinging? Yeah. That's how I feel like I am right now. I'm going out swinging. I want to bring people with me. Yeah. Like, let's get this stuff, man. Like, wake up. You're capable. I see so many people are capable. Like, um, you know, like take the healthy route is more or less the thing. Take the healthy route. I've actually, the, those of you that are into universe stuff and you put it out and you get what you back, whatever you get, what you, you know, I talk about those. Yeah. They're like, you know, whatever you put out, you come back yeah. to you. Um, I, I think there's some trick to that because like you said, with the pandemic, when you first started, you were having, um, you were having like, you were you, there, the, to step up to the plate, right. to hit that home run is your time, Yeah, you know, and it was a big deal. And I think the regression from it at first, could be fear of like, man, this is uncharted territory. I don't know how to proceed. Right. And then you like came upon yourself, I think through your upbringing of like, you know what? No, we're about to head this straight on, but it also helps with discipline of like working out. And that's what I always talk about too, is like, if you're struggling with anything in life, go work out, start there, start with working out. And then working out goes into your eating and how I feel like how, and this is a true thing. Uh, this is a true thing. I feel like how you do one thing in life, it, how you do one thing in life is how you do everything in life. Mm-hmm. Right. So I feel like how you do, if you get up and work out every day, like if you want to know if you're doing life right, just pick one thing that you do that's really hard in your life. If you do anything hard, for me, it's working out. Right. If I get up every day and I go work out, then I know I'm able to, and I take a cold shower afterwards. I hate cold showers. <laughs> it's good for you though. It is good for you. It I helps have, your immune system. I heard. It, it does so many things. Yeah. So many benefits. And I've been doing, uh, I've been doing it for like a minute, a minute. I'm up to a minute, 10 seconds now. That's good. Uh, after my like warm shower, but it's routine. It's discipline of like, I know every day that I wake up, I'm going to have to go kill myself. Uh, with a run right. or some some type of workout, right? And then it's just it. It keeps trickling, 
into your i think how you do just one thing is just how you do everything i don't know how else to explain it other than you have to go experience it and i think a lot of people are scared of experience i think a lot of people are scared to they like they like feeling good about themselves and they like being in a comfortable state but they're they're lying to themselves well that's what i was going to say experiencing and ex experiencing is something of the unknown You've exactly. got to go through it in order to know what it is. Right. And so people, if they don't know, they're not going to experience it. If ever. Yeah. It's going to take them a long time of whatever the hell it is that they're doing until they get tired of it. I mean, you didn't even want to go with us out of town to begin with. That is very true. <laughs> that you, is very true. You never had experienced it. And I think you even had told your mom that on the podcast. Uh -huh. You said, I didn't even go out of town until my friends, you know, they were the first ones I went out of town with. And it's true. Yeah. And that was something that you were scared to experience. You mm -hmm. just didn't know, you know, you're, you're in a house with different people, you know, mm -hmm. cause we were renting Airbnbs. Yeah. It's like, it's like living with somebody you don't know. It's, it's the unknown. Yeah. And you know, if you and look what happened, you know, look how close we've become, how everything worked out. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't stay in a house with anybody, but you guys, <laughs> yeah. maybe two or three other people, maybe, yeah. you know, but, um, yeah. you got to go through it in order to experience it. But a lot of people don't do it. I right. think they're fearful because I think they don't have any spiritual backing. Because if you had true spiritual backing, not this tarot card stuff and none of this, like, you know, horoscope stuff, right. that's not spiritual. That's uh, quite honestly, that's devilish it, to an extent, but it is. It's not biblical. It's not godly. Yeah, it's, not, say, it's, it's not, not. It's not biblical. It's not biblical, right? right? I mean, it may work. It may not no work. No one but, knows the future. But, but quite honestly, that stuff. I feel like that stuff works if you feed into it enough. It's just like almost anything works if you feed it into it enough. Right. But it's not healthy. It has no good end route to it. But with God, he will tell you in the in scripture, like you are worthy. You are these things. You're powerful. You're destined. You're all these things. And so you should know it. And I think some people just feel like they're not worthy enough. They're not. They have no, uh, through adversity, through the storm, I'm there for you. Well, I mean, through, they don't know. Look at you. Mm-hmm. You knew it. You've read it. Yes. You still went through your downfall. Hell yeah. But what did you do? You took your notepad, mm -hmm. you wrote it down, mm -hmm. and you told yourself. Yep. You know, I didn't used to believe it about myself either. <laughs> Until now, I'm to the point to where I know it's instilled in me that I know who I am. I know what I am. Right. And so eventually, the more you get involved in it, and the more you begin to develop that discipline, mm -hmm. um, and you mentally get there and spiritually, mm -hmm. you're not going to have to write it to yourself anymore. No. You're going to know who you are. You know, it's so funny. Yeah, I've actually been spotty with my uh, writing lately. I've been spotty and uh, it, it's I've been feeling more at peace. They always, I told my mom on my last one, they always say, uh, find rest with the Lord and rest in his peace and mm -hmm. his gloriness and his holiness. Right. I never understood what that meant until like recently. And it's like a serenity thing, like, God, you got it. Yeah. I really trust and I feel it. I feel it. I feel like you're in control. Right. Look at my life. Yeah. You've gotten me through so much. And I think that's the thing. If you're gonna take that walk, you are gonna experience all these things. Yeah. You know, at least you got God with you though. Right. That's the whole point. You you know, teach them about God. You know, yeah. again, I'm not perfect. I pray with them every night before they go to bed. Mm -hmm. You know, um, because I want them to grow up with that. I want them to know that if it gets tough and you know you don't know what to do, well, let me remember what my dad showed me, and that's what my mom did with me. You know, my my parents were together, but my dad was always working. 
my dad wasn't around. Mm-hmm. He never came to my games. He never was involved in anything in my childhood growing up. How dare he? Well, I mean, I'm, you know, unfortunately, you know. Um, he had goals and, busy, yeah. and, you know, it's that old school mentality to where I've got to provide for my family. And my, my, my parents were super poor growing up. I mean, mm-hmm. super duper poor. Yeah. And they literally just said, we're not going to ever be that way again. And so, um, I mean, you know, the sweat of your brow, right? And so they took that and they ran with it. Yeah. Um, and so my dad, but my mom always instilled that in me. Um, and, and she prayed with me every night growing up. And so whenever I was lost and went through those years to where I was very confused, that was one thing that always took me back, you know, and I could remember that. And so it, it, it may be the smallest thing that you remember from your childhood, but it's there for a reason and it's instilled in you for a reason. And, and sometimes it's just the simplest thing of, of a prayer before you go to bed to remind yourself and get you back on that track. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's another good thing that you're there for your, uh, your parents were there for you, uh, as a child and you're there in return for your kids right. together. Yeah. I'm sure there's been plenty of times with you and your wife where it's like, man, stuff's just real hectic. And it's just like, dude, like, you know, but you get through it because one, you made a commitment yeah. before God. Yeah. And that's a huge thing. I mean, that should be like number one. And I'll tell you right now, I was not ready for that commitment. Yeah. I mean, when Victoria told me she was pregnant with our daughter, we were not married. We were just dating. Mm-hmm. If, if you could even call it that. Mm-hmm. We were together for a year on and off, you know, and then, you you know, she ended up pregnant. And, uh, uh, you know, at that point, you make a decision. And I said, man, I, you know, of course, Victoria was strong. She was like, with you or without you, I mean, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take care of my kid, mm-hmm. you know, my, my baby girl. And. You know, of course, uh, you know, when me being young and immature, I'm not ready and I don't want this and, you know, I don't want to be a dad yet. And I'm not at that point because I still want to continue to live the way I'm living. Mm. Um, and it did. not You know, I, I thank God I got a strong woman because, uh, you know, behind every good man, there is a good woman and your partners and you're going to do it together. Um, and man, she's been she's been the greatest for me. Um but it's good. And you know what? She's here. And as soon as she got here, even before that, even when, you know, she, my wife, she was in the belly. It's, it's, it's amazing to know that that child is forming inside of there and that I'm going to be responsible for that child as soon as she's born. Mm-hmm. Hey, man, it was, my daughter's a blessing. I mean, she really is. And she's so smart. Yeah. Yeah. She's too smart. <laughs> yeah dude but, she is a genius she's a little smart girl you can see it in her eyes like she just peeps games she's like my niece like she's just like she's just watching yeah like a hawk it's like hey she even keeps me accountable i bet kids are the most honest things you know we got her a phone for christmas and really and truly it was just for um i guess you could say uh school games and Cause she got a, she has a, she, she's in first grade and they have a computer for her school. She has mm-hmm. a computer a laptop. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, and of course, uh, if she's with whoever her grandparents or her aunts or whatever, then we can check on her, you yeah. know? And, uh, man, I guarantee, I, I promise you, she's had a phone since Christmas and she texted me yesterday and said, don't forget the trash when you come home. <laughs> <laughs> she said, don't forget to take the trash out when you come home. And I'm like, uh, little girl. Yeah. Really? That's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then the second phone call I got that day was, hey, uh, uh, my aunt, uh, our aunt is going to take us to Bounce Bounce, the the jumping place. I need money. I said, okay, mm-hmm. here, here we go. All right. So she's uh, eight. 
Uh, seven. Seven. But it's a blessing. I mean, it's she's a blessing from God, and um, she's taught me how to be a really good man, you know. Yeah. Um, her and my wife, you know. So it's good. Children children are a blessing, man. You know, I, I know I know. me and you have had this conversation a lot. Well, actually, you know? my, my thought process has changed about that. It's good. So, and about marriage, but it's changed in a really healthy way. Uh, I understand now that in order for me to be the man that I need to be, I'm going to be a great man regardless. Yeah, you're, I'm you're gonna a be great solid. person. Yeah, yeah, thank you so much. I'm going to be solid. Uh, I'm working on patience right now. God's having me in a spot where I'm working on patience, but I'm going to be a beast. Nothing's going to take away our ambition or motivation just for men like us, right. right? But I realize the potential and the level I can get to if I have me a good woman in my life. Yeah. I mean, that that's going to yeah. skyrocket me. And I realized that and what I would do for her. Right. Because the even trade off. And it, it I remember I used to be like, no, man, I ain't gonna get married. Like marriage is blah, 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 and this and that. No, no, no. That's not what you said. What did I say? You used to tell me, I'm too selfish to get married. I'm too selfish to have kids. That's exactly what you used to tell me. You know what? And, and it's I would own... just look at you like you were crazy. Man, because if... really and truly, you're not a selfish person. You may say you are, but you're not. You have a lot to give to people. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah. Yeah. It's just. You may hide sometimes, but. You know, hey, it's got to get you back out of your hole and you're, you're fine. Yeah, this is my this is my hole, my sanctuary. No. <laughs> hey, but I, I will say this. Yeah, I think in 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 the last podcast with your mom, uh-huh. it wasn't the last one. It was chapter two where no, it was the last one where she said that even they text you and you don't answer them. Yeah, she was like, I don't like maybe it's changed, but but she she confirmed it. And I said, well, I said, I don't feel as bad. Cause you know I'm all I'm, we're always <laughs> yanking on you for not messaging I, back. You know I, I let her have that one because she will. But th- I mean, th- I, come on. There's there is there. She she will, and I'll just leave it at that. She will, and uh, I'll give her her response. As far as I know, the other ones care and stuff, but I don't really hear from them very much. You got you. Uh, at the time, or even yeah. now, I I really kind of don't. Uh, I'm not worried about it. Yeah, yeah. But uh, from her, I I hear from her. Uh, yeah, I try not to leave her lingering. I probably won't text throughout the day because I'm I'm a little depends what time you catch me at. But even then, I need to get myself out of my emotions and uh, you know realize that somebody's caring enough to to reach out to me. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, man. Um, that's so funny. <laughs> yeah, but I the marriage thing, kids things too. Uh, that's good. I, I realized that, that's what growth. I, thank you. By the way, I've realized that. Yeah. Along with the, you know, the the whole March thing, uh, what happened back in March in Cali, like kids, it's just like I've been looking around at other little kids, and I'm just thinking, like, man, how much that would elevate me. Also, like, one, I want my name to linger on, and For I've sure. already told my dad, like, look, my brother, he keeps, he he just poor guy, he just gives out nothing but girls. <laughs> so, so that's my brother. My brother he, he got three girls. Fred. Yeah. 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 So I, you know. If I gotta be the one, I'm still gonna give my little my other little brother an opportunity. He's sure. only 16, so sure. it's a couple years to get there, maybe like four or five. Right. But by the time I'm 30, man, if if there is no boy in the family, I guess I gotta take one for the team and just give a, give a boy to the family because yep. I know I'm the only one that probably can do it. Yeah. So uh, it's a lot of pressure. <laughs> better yeah. come through. Hey, <laughs> it's on record. <laughs> this is for you, son. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it's like later on. But uh, yeah, man, it's that's good you're talking like that because you would have never have said that. No, any, and, at any point in the past, you know. And I have, uh, I, 
have Victoria to thank for that one too, because I know uh, she has a strong personality, and yes. and I do too. And so we've we've had our little butt heads here and there about it, but uh, with those little hard knocks of like, yeah, I said you know, don't say that. You're you're gonna there's gonna be a girl that comes in. I'm like, nah, you know, I just don't see it right now. Or yeah, she's gonna make you want to have kid. No, I don't, I don't see that. I'm starting to see that. Yeah, I'm starting to see my growth and where I want to go in life. And I've I've taken some serious inventory of like where the hell do I want to be at in life? What kind of life do I want to live? What legacy do I want to leave? For kind sure, of like you, the yeah. legacy you want to live. We're just we're we're set in stone on like one where we are, who we know we are, and where we're going. And right. I think at such a young age, there's guys who I know are older that haven't even realized that. Right, they're still caught up. They're lost in the sauce of like the world. Right, and it's just like man. I'm trying to tell it to guys, get yourself a foundation in God. Yeah, and I mean, That's also where too, start. I mean, your foundation is your family as well. God and then family. Yeah, well, yeah. But yeah. yes, absolutely. Yeah. But, yeah. but, you know, a lot of people need something physical to see and look at. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, we understand that God is a foundation and that you're supposed to look that way for all things. But sometimes those kids and that wife, they'll do it. They're your mirror. Yeah. In a way. Yeah. Yeah, they'll let you know if you're on track right. or not. Yeah. Your body will too. Yeah, there's right. a lot. There's a whole lot. I think a lot of people need to start waking up and paying attention. I think the pandemic was supposed to do that. Yeah, you know, it did for me. Um, I mean, I was super overweight. I took every advantage of work um, in stress eating. And, you know, it's, it's, it's a giant stress ball all the time. You know, of course, it's just how I'm handling it different now. Yeah. Um, but, I mean... I was always on the go, so it was just easy for me to eat fast food on the go all the time, with tacos or whatever. Something quick and fattening is what I would eat, yeah. you know, and sodas. See, that's an, I, man, I've, if you want it to happen, you're gonna make it happen. Yeah. Right? Right. So it's kinda like choosing. Otherwise, you would've did some like pre-game research and just like, been like, you know what? I know I'm gonna have this kind of day tomorrow, or possibly. Let me get all this stuff prepared prior to, right? Because then you're already setting yourself up for excuses on to fall off of your diet, right? Like, I, I, <laughs> I don't want to say who, but I was just having a conversation yesterday, and I was like, yeah, but I mean, you're out on the road a lot. There's no time to, you know, you're you're eating here. You're here. I'm like, Mm-mm. Yeah. I, all I hear is excuses. I get it. I get it. But. If you want to make it happen and you're disciplined and you are determined right. to live this type of lifestyle, you're going to live it. For sure. You're, you're not going to bend, break for nobody, not even yourself. Yeah. Not even your emotions. Yeah. You're, you're just going to live that lifestyle. Right. If you want your family to be a good family and a holy family, you're going to make it happen. Right. If you want to have good friendships and have people in your life, you're going to make it happen. Yeah. This whole like... This whole notion of like, nah, well, it's not. No, it's like, dude, God has equipped. That's what I'm starting to learn. Yeah. God has equipped me. Like, I'm giving God, God's, um, what I can't control, I'm giving that to God. Right. But what I can control, I'm giving that to me because it's my job because he's equipped me to be strong, smart, focused, powerful, yeah. all these things to go do what I need to do. And that's working out, working on my body, eating correctly, reading having good conversations, good relationships, being a good son, being right. a good friend, being all these things that I can control because he's making me be that way. Yeah. And I think that, uh, I don't know, I just wish more people would start getting that way because yeah. it's, I see how miserable some people are in lives and in their lives. And it's just, 
it's sad yeah. you know a lot of broken up families and if you have a broken up family then be the best you know whatever you are dad or mom you can be but like sure. I, I still think because it's so important because like with you you know you're so involved in your family's lives right like people need to be start need people need to start getting more involved in their family's lives yeah yeah, yeah. and sometimes we're too involved you know sometimes <laughs> and yes sometimes and, yeah. and and but that's yeah. not a bad thing Mm-mm. you know and um you need to though because everybody struggles and so you definitely got to be there for your family you're you like know? a team yeah you're like sure. a team man you you can't you can't do it alone you know like yeah you got to have your leader which is mostly the man yeah man's got to lead and then you know how it goes god's the head christ's the head of the man man head of the wife wife over the family and then right. so on and so on yeah but it's just it's a lot of uh it's just, it's just a lot of i think men need to start looking at themselves it seriously starts with men right I can't I can't explain through the how bad through this mic that it starts with men like women have a big role because yeah you 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 support that uh, man to be and you check him whenever he's not doing right and like my mom always used my dad my mom used to tell me girls will make you do things that your parents can't do like they'll make you smell good look good Uh, we're about to uh, make you smell good look good brush your teeth They'll make you fix your room. They'll make you uh, on time. They'll make you do all these things because you're going to want to. You're going to want to show out for your woman. And they'll straighten your life up. And I think that's one thing that I was running into that was an issue mm-hmm. is that I'm starting to realize, not an issue, but what I'm running into now is that I need, um, not that I need, but that's something I'm looking for in my growth. As I'm growing as a person, I need a uh, woman who is going to elevate me in that way to make me a better man. Right. And it's just, it's something that all people need to do. Not only get God in their life, you need to start looking in your life to see what is it and what kind of life do I want to live and get disciplined in that. And then have that person hold yourself accountable. And I think that's what y'all been doing in your family is that you, one, you don't give up on each other. You hold yourself accountable. You're all disciplined on each other. Y'all expect a lot of each other. Y'all have conversations with each other about where are we going? What do we need to do? What's our unit like? You, as a man, are leading your family and legacy of a way that you want to continue. Yeah, I mean, in the beginning, Victoria wasn't a talker. Mm-hmm. And even now, she's not that much of a talker, especially around all of us. Right. She loves to be there, but she's not going to say much. Um, but, man, she talks to me now. She's a talker now because that I've I've pushed and pushed and pushed. Like, we got to communicate. We got to communicate. We got to right. communicate. And now she over communicates. But <laughs> I rather her tell me than not say anything. You yeah. Know? Because then that just it stirs inside of you longer. So yeah. Say what you got to say. Sometimes the truth isn't uh, always what people want to hear, but you get so much more out of it by talking about it. And you may you may get mad for the next five or ten minutes, but it's over. Yeah. You said it, and you move on in life, and you move forward yeah instead of letting it build up right kind of like how i did yeah you know let it build up and i think everything happens obviously for a reason for sure because i think with the one it's brought me to this point of growth right right uh and i think after this our relationship will probably continue to grow even bigger than what it is yeah um it's also allowed our that seed to water on uh for the both of us 
in the sense of you've been taking care of your family right. and your things. Um, and I'm glad that they're all doing healthy. I, 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 we, I watch, you know, I see yeah. all the Facebook posts from like Victoria and stuff sure. about the kids and whatnot. And, sure. um, man, it's, it's something, uh, I appreciate you coming on the podcast, even though you're busy and yeah. I know you have stuff to go do right now, but, yeah. uh, it, it, it's, um, like I said, man, you're like a big brother to me. Yeah. And sometimes big bro and little bro, they don't see eye to eye. <laughs> uh, it took me about, you know, close to nine months to, well, I'd say like eight to come to this conclusion. I'm yeah. glad I did. Yeah. I'm glad I felt the conviction. Yeah. And I'm glad I'm mature enough to not let it cause an, um, an, a, a huge problem. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It, it took root. And even though I said it didn't, it right. just at the time it didn't take right. root. Right. But it's taken root. I didn't even see it, but and, it took root, and uh, it's grown into what this conversation of that we're having now. Whether it took root nine months, a year, two years, three years, four years, at some point it would have caught on, and and mm -hmm. whenever that time is, you know, then you understand it. So it doesn't yeah. matter about the time, you know. It's just at that time. You so, anyways, we need to say things w when we know um, it's a problem. Yeah, don't let it linger. That's right. You got to say it. Right. And at the end of the day, we still talked throughout that time. You know, we, we did. still played golf. Yeah, we did. We still saw each other, you know. So. A little uneasy at yeah. time because it wasn't like it, you could feel it like there's a lot of thought going on. There's always a lot of thought going on with me. Yeah. But, oh, yeah, that's you. You know. And so half the time I don't even pay attention to it because I already I know. notice. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even pay attention to it. I appreciate that, by the way. <laughs> you make me feel normal because yeah. I'm like, man, I love Bilo because he's like, he knows says got some stuff going on in his head and he still is just below to me. Right. And, and that's, uh, that's huge. But yeah, you need to address something when something is wrong. Right. And that's a maturity thing Yeah. because take it from people who've had experience with it. It feels a lot better when yeah. you get it off your chest. Yeah. And I think you, if you, the person really loves you, yeah. I love you, bro. Love you too, man. And if they receive it, then you should be able to move on from that. And it should be a clear understanding of like, well, this is what I was thinking. This is what I was feeling. And then you just, you know, you move on right. from that. But if you never give yourself that opportunity yeah. or you don't grow in your life to be that person, right. which is what we need to be, yeah. then uh, it'll eat you up. Right. It'll eat your relationship up and it just trickles. Yeah. You know, um, before we wrap it up, man, uh, I know you mentioned it earlier, yes. but we've talked about it a lot. If somebody uh, just run through it again, where can they find you at? If they need some of your services, what do you offer and things like that. Yeah. So, um, my at on Instagram is B Lopez QPB, like quality paint and body. Mm -hmm. Um, if anybody has any questions or needs advice, you don't have to be a customer. I know the industry. I can help you. If you're a friend of said, you're a friend of mine. So yeah, whatever it is, it's not all about money. Sometimes it's about helping people. So yeah, if anybody needs anything, they can uh, hit me up on Instagram and we'll go from there. Yeah, tell him says says sent you <laughs> says said you're good as hell, below and he is. Yeah. They got four point nine stars on <laughs> Google reviews. Heard nothing but good things. They get it done. Yep. He'll he'll lead you down the right path. He'll shoot you straight. Yep, and they'll get you going. Uh, right. Well, brother, I thank you for coming on, man. Thank you, man. I can't Bro. wait till uh, I can't wait till below said uh, chapter two. Yeah, actually, <laughs> this is uh, your your chapter seven, man. Like I said, yeah. Oh, I meant our oh, second oh, our part. part two. Our part two. Our there part two. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I can't wait for it either. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait to have you back, man. It's going to be good. Uh, but yeah, you're chapter seven and it's my fa one of my favorite numbers. Yeah. So it's uh, ironic, right? Yeah. Uh, but thank y'all for watching. 
uh, love yourself so that you can go love someone else. That's right. All right. Thanks, brother. All right. Appreciate it, man. Yes, sir. Cool. Cool. Get you home.